Waiting on the Lord by Sarah Jennings Phillips I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and take heart, and wait for the Lord. Psalms 27, 13-14 I read a book a few years ago for couples discerning marriage called The Exclamation. The author pointed out that God could answer the question, should I marry him or her, in only three ways. Yes, no, wait. I think the toughest of the three is wait. It's not just that we live in an impatient society, we do, and it's not just that we can be selfish, demanding creatures, we can, and it's not just that we tend to want life in our own terms, we do, it's that waiting requires surrender of one of man's most precious commodities, time. Our lives are finite. Each day is precious, each month, each year, because we only have but so many. So when the infinite God whispers to his limited creatures, wait, our responses often sound something like this. You see, you don't get it, God. Sure, it's easy for you to wait. You have all of eternity, but I really need some answers. You gave Amy answers and Chuck answers and Lori answers, so it's only right and fair that you give me answers. After all, you said, whoever seeks shall find and stuff, so now I'm seeking, and wait just isn't an acceptable response. I think it's even tougher to wait when we have pain lingering in our pasts. We may wonder, why should I trust God? Last time, everything ended in disaster. I speak from experience here. I've had to wait on an answer to prayer for a long time now, even for someone of my youthful age. I know how tough it is to receive the umpteenth, not yet, from God. I know what it's like to look back on painful deferments and feel like life is slipping by. Yes, waiting isn't for spiritual wimps, but for those strong of heart. Obeying a not yet from God requires true faith. It's handing over our days and years and months to God, trusting that we won't regret holding off. It's believing God's plan is truly the best plan, even when several other enticing options tempt us. It's deferring what is good for what is best. And there's the reward of waiting. Even in the midst of my own unanswered prayers, I still believe God isn't out to get you or me. He doesn't ask us to wait to torment us. In His infinitely perfect nature, He sees what we can't and wants to give us more than we're currently asking for. All the times I've ignored God's wait and taken matters into my own hands, a lot of precious time was wasted. But those that wait on Him will experience joy that far surpasses any temporary pleasure that comes with forging ahead alone. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. Psalm 30, 5. Intersecting Faith and Life Are you waiting for an answer to prayer? My goal this week is to embrace the confidence of the psalmist, knowing I will see the goodness of the Lord if I just wait a while longer. Pray simply and directly about that which you're waiting for, like a child seeking answers from a parent, and then lay it down for the week. For further reading, check out Lamentations 3, 24, and Psalms 37, 7. Well, the physician comes in and says, tells this lovely couple, hey, your son's not going to make it. But there's a young girl here in the hospital 
who just delivered a baby girl and she's given her up. She's going to leave her here. Do you want her instead? That was chart topper Ryan Stevenson sharing a personal testimony on The Walk, a podcast for worshipers. Join us weekly to hear artists, songwriters, worship leaders, filmmakers, and other creatives tell their stories in the form of a devotional. The Walk can be found on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast platform.